There was Auden. I don't remember which small room I first read him in. And there was Panda, and I don't know which small room either. And then there was Ezra, and I remember that room. There was a torn screen that the flies came through, and it was Los Angeles. And the woman said to me, Jesus Christ, you're reading those cantos again. She liked E. Cummings, though. She thought he was really good, and she was right. I remember when I read Turgenev, though. I had just come out of the drunk tank, and I was living alone. And I thought he was really a subtle and funny son of a bitch. Hemingway, I read everywhere. Sometimes, a few times over. And he made me feel brave and tough, until one day it all just stopped cold for me, and worse than that, Ernie became an irritant. My Jeffers period was sometime in Los Angeles, some room, some job. The same woman was back, and she said, Jesus, how can you read this crap? One time, when she was gone, I found many magazines under the bed. I pulled them out and found that the contents were all about murder and it was all about women who were tortured, killed, dismembered and so forth with the lurid photos in black and white. That stuff wasn't for me. My first encounter with Harry Miller was via paperback on a bus through Arizona. He was great when he stuck to reality, but when he got ethereal, when he got to philosophizing, he got as dry and boring as the passing landscape. I left him in a manscraper at the hamburger stop. I got hold of Celine's journey and read it straight through while in bed eating crackers. I kept reading, eating the crackers, and reading, reading, laughing out loud, thinking, at last, I've met a man who writes better than I. I finished the book, and then drank much water. The crackers swelled up inside of me, and I got the worst god stomachache of my life. I was living with my first wife. She worked for the L.A. Sheriff's Department, and she came in to find me double up and moaning. Oh, what happened? I've just read the world's greatest writer. But you said you were... I'm second, baby. I read F.D.'s notes from the underground in a small El Paso library after sleeping the night on a park bench during a sandstorm. After reading that book, I knew I had a long way to go as a writer. I don't know where I read T.S. Eliot. He made a small dent, which soon ironed out. There were many rooms, many books. D.H. Lawrence, Gorky, A. Uxley, Sherwood Anderson, Sinclair Lewis, James Thurber, Dos Passos, etc., Kafka, Schopenhauer, Nietzsche, Rabelais, 
Amson. As a very young man, I worked as a shipping clerk, made the bars at night, came into the rooming house, went to bed and read the books. I had three or four of them in bed with me. What a man. And then I would sleep. My landlady finally told me, you know, you read those books in bed and about every hour or so one of them will fall to the floor. You are keeping everybody awake. I was on the third floor. What days and nights those were. Now, I can read anything, not even the newspaper. And, of course, I can't watch TV, except for the boxing matches. I do hear some news on the car radio while driving the freeway and waiting for the traffic reports. But, you know, my former life as a bibliophile possibly kept me from murdering somebody, myself included. It kept me from being an industrialist. It allowed me to endure some women that most men would never be able to live with. It gave me space, a pause. It helped me to write this, and this room, like the other rooms. Perhaps for some young men, now needing to laugh to the impossibilities which are here always after we are not.